welcome to the CrossFit HSC podcast, where we don't sugarcoat the truth about fitness and nutrition. Hey there, guys. Brian McDowell, owner of CrossFit HSC here, here with my friend James Caldwell. James has been a member with us since January 4th of 2020. So James came in um, after seeing a six-week challenge ad and he is the owner of, I believe, seven businesses? Yes. Okay, cool, seven, I'm correct, seven businesses. And he, his uh, business, Five Star, um, he brought us in to his place to do a six-week challenge with his members. And being the awesome guy that he is, he paid for half of their six-week challenge and also put up a $500 prize for the most body fat loss and muscle gain, if I remember right, 500 correctly. 500 for each. Yeah. 500 for each, cool. So he did that and then he did our he did our 30 minute burn class. Absolutely killed it, got fantastic results. I'll have him share that with us. And then he is now doing personal training four times a week, sometimes five times a Correct. week. Super into it. So the topic of my show is you go, I go. It's an opportunity for James to answer three questions for me and him to ask me three questions about fitness, nutrition, or the business side of things. Anything goes, we keep it clean, all right? <laughs> cool, so James, my first question to you is, um, prior to coming in, like what was your thought process of you know why you wanted to start, and maybe share if there were any apprehensions of like any fears of kind of coming into the CrossFit gym or starting something in the group scene? Sure. If there was, if there's not, no big deal. Yeah. So first off, CrossFit, you know, kind of scary hearing it. Never knew too much about it. I knew it was a lot of fast paced, quick movements. So that scared me a little bit, being a little bit older, you know, uh -huh. jumping into that. Um, but I seen you guys' ad on Facebook, and another friend of mine seen it as well, a guy that actually works for me. And we actually set up an appointment and came in and met with you, Brian. And uh, quickly told me about the burn versus the uh, CrossFit, uh -huh. which was more up my alley. Um, still a little nerve wracking starting, especially the first class, Definitely, you know, and actually the first week was a little nerve wracking, but quickly got into motion with it and realizing that it's more of a, you know, family atmosphere and teamwork atmosphere here. So it was uh, very inviting and, and a very good experience. And that's kind of why I brought my company into it to help them get a little more fit and, you know, get more into the gym atmosphere, I guess, as well, a little healthier around the office. Uh -huh. So, um, but yeah, it's a little nerve wracking first starting out and, and not knowing what you're really getting into, but uh, it was it was quickly, quickly uh, eye opening to us to see exactly what we were doing. And it was it was possible, just a little bit of hard work. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Your turn, buddy. Oh, my turn. Okay. What do you got for me? Um, Hopefully I'm not a deer in headlights. <laughs> so what, what led you to open up a gym? Good question. So what led me to open up a gym? Um, I was a personal trainer at Five Seasons Sports Club back in 2011, 2012. And kind of the writing was on the wall that um, things weren't going so well there. Kind of thought like, you know, anytime this place could close. Eventually it did like two, three years later. Um, but I started training a lot of my clients at another place that I won't name just because I was losing clients and I need somewhere to train them. An opportunity presented itself to uh, partner with another guy to open up CrossFit gym. And it was something that I had been thinking about since 2008 that I never thought was possible. 
And uh, I'd always like look at land and go, oh, it's an awesome place for a CrossFit gym. Oh, it's an awesome place for a CrossFit gym. And just never really thought that I would ever have the finances to do so. Um, but the opportunity presented itself. One of like, the guy that I knew opened up one, needed a coach to do it. And he started paying me to coach his classes. And he said, hey, would you like to open up another one? And I was like, I would. Um, let me figure out how I can get some money. So I went to my dad and asked him if I could borrow $16,000. This was gonna kind of be the price just to open up one. And he helped me finance and open up my, my first one. Um, why I did it is just because I wasn't trained and to do much other than that. I liked doing it. Um, I had done a lot of other stuff and having really much, I never really got very far in college. Might've made it a semester. I think I literally have a semester of, of, of classes from college. I tried like four times just wasn't a great student. Um, but I was a hard worker and I loved fitness. I've been doing fitness since I was like literally probably 13, 14 years old. We got notebooks full of workouts from, that's what I used to do. I like read bodybuilding magazines and write out my own workouts and I go try to execute. Like I loved it. So it was kind of like the perfect fit for me career, career wise. I just never thought it was possible because I didn't know how to do it. Um, that's why I did it. Plus I, I love sharing my passion with other people. I like seeing people, uh, start from point A and get to from point B and then have to figure out what points, you know, what C is and what D is and just like the, you know, the constant progressions of trying something and then executing it and then failing or succeeding and have to get back to the drawing board. And I like being, I like the creative side of, of the business as well. Like I love, I nerd out on that stuff, like writing programming and helping people get there and then dealing with excuses and having to challenge people and motivate them. I, um, I love that side of things. I love the supplement side of stuff. I love the science of it. I love the, I don't love the nutrition as much as my wife does, but I do love the nutrition. I like helping people with that. Like it's all, it's all super cool to watch somebody, you know, fall in love with it. That's kind of my hope when people do it is that they, they see what we do here and fall in love, not with us necessarily, but the community and the program and CrossFit itself. Right. Cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so second question for me. You came to, you had some, you shared with me prior, you had some success before you started with us and you came with us and you had further success. Tell a little bit about your success you had before then the results you've had since you've been here and some sure. num numbers as well. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I, actually I'm right at a year of starting my fitness school here. Um, like not at CrossFit, but a year of, I started getting serious about working out again. I used to be very serious about it when I was in the army, I got injured, mm -hmm. um, got put on some steroids, gained a bunch of weight, had a five pound weight restriction for several years and, you know, just gained a bunch of weight, couldn't do, do much. So I was at, uh, 262 when I oh, first wow. decided that enough's enough, uh -huh. which every year before that I decided enough's enough, <laughs> but I knew I was getting ready to turn 40 and I'm like, man, I don't want to be 40 years old out of shape, having a heart attack. I just had a new baby. Yeah. You know, I, I got to get right here. I got to get in gear. So my goal was coming in by the time I was 40, which was in May, that I would, you know, be around 175, 180 pounds, back to shape, healthy, um, able to move around without mm -hmm. running out of breath. Yeah. So I started with uh, keto, actually, um, and, and I just started eating I downloaded a program, started eating right. It gives you a grocery list, you know, even how to cook everything on there and then just walking. And so my walking turned into a little bit of bike riding toward the end before I actually joined uh, 
the CrossFit gym here, but I dropped about 45, 50 pounds just doing keto and walking and riding a bike. From there, um, seeing you guys that again, jumped on to uh, the burn classes and did that for about six to eight weeks. The first six weeks, you know, challenge, I went from, I believe, like two, uh, 215 mm -hmm. to around like one, f or no, I'm sorry, uh, like 205, two, I, I think I ended up losing 17 pounds. Yeah, and, I it was like 15 and like to 17. percent body fat uh -huh. in six weeks. So that, you know, encouraged me even more. And then I actually started talking to you about uh, the um, personal training because I wanted to get more in depth with uh, my fitness. Not that the burn, the burn was perfect starting out and it still is. I'm actually getting back to doing burn a couple times a week now just for the extra cardio. Yeah. But I'll always stick to the um, PT with Ernesto. It's yeah. a fantastic uh, experience actually. Um, so I went from after burn to uh, to training with Ernesto. I actually just did an in-body last Friday and I'm down to 180 and I'm at 16% uh, body fat. Holy smokes, from 217 down to 180. From actually 262. 262, to one, yeah, total, yeah, that's so, crazy. And, and right out of year, uh, June 11th was a year for me when I first started working out. That's wild, man. So, um, but yeah, so so I'm down to 180, 16% body fat, and pretty feel pretty good about my results and where I'm at right now. So when I, when I first first started, I think I, my body fat was like over thirty. Uh -huh. You know, I mean, well over thirty. I was like thirty five, something like that. So I also pretty much cut half my body fat in yeah. that amount of time as well. This is. I'm gonna have four questions. Unfortunately, I'm gonna okay. have four. Right. I got. I got to ask one. Like, people struggle with being motivated, sure. right? Like, you found something. You found motivation. Yeah. You don't have that every day. No. Neither do I. Right. No. So what right. keep what what keeps you going? Like, what keeps you not? It's not about us keeping you know being motivated. Sure. Keeping you know. Yes, our job is to motivate you and stuff like that. But also, you're away from us. More than you're you're with us, right? right so right. what 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 drives you, and what and how have you become disciplined? Okay, so the the, for the discipline part. I mean, it's hard for anybody, as we all know. It's you know, a very very hard subject for anyone to be truly disciplined in everything they do. I'm I mess up just like everybody else. I there, I have my cheat meals every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes you kind of got to do that to reward yourself. I feel horrible after for doing it, but during it i'm happy i'm doing that little cheat meal you know yeah. um, and it's normally just something it's not like a whole meal it's not like a whole day it's i'm gonna have this you know maybe once a month once every couple weeks but the motivation for me probably is um you know just the results that i'm getting at first when i'm first starting um, it was very hard because when you're when you're dropping that much weight you know it, you don't see it daily you yep. don't see it, like it, it took me a couple months before i really started to see wow, I'm actually losing some weight. I'd have people tell me, and that kind of motivate me. Man, you're looking good. You look like you're dropping some weight. A lot of times I'm just saying, yeah, you're BSing me. You're just telling me that, you know, because you have to, you know, yeah. you're a family member, somebody works <laughs> for me, whatever. But as you kind of start seeing it drop, that daily motivation is in the little things that you're doing. Like I'm able to lift five more pounds than I could last week. You know, yep. I'm, I'm, I can, I'm starting to see my obliques a little more. I'm starting to see more definition in my biceps. My veins are popping more. You know, I got more oxygen flowing through them. I mean, those little things, the, the, the key little details that don't seem like much, but when you really set your mind to it and you get into the fitness atmosphere, like they're motivating and they push you to come in the next day and the next yeah. day and the next day. Like today I woke up, I'm like, man, I'm sore. It's been a long weekend. 
out doing this. I really don't feel like going in. But then I just laid in bed. I'm like, get up, get moving. Let's do this. You know, you yeah. just you got to kind of push yourself to to keep going. I call it we call it stacking wins. Uh-huh. Like you know, and by default, if you're not stacking wins, you're either stacking losses, which yep. can get, leave you frustrated, yep. right? Or you don't know what you're doing at all. Right. You, know, you got to have measurable, attainable. Right. Um, progress otherwise you're just coming to the gym and working out and for a lot of us a lot of us out there that can be just monotonous and crossfit's tough it's uncomfortable that's why we have the end body to measure results we set small goals otherwise if you're not stacking wins man it can get really frustrated that's a really good point it definitely can i mean and and again like it's just the the little things that really start motivating you as you're going you know again when you're first starting it's, it's super hard to to keep that motivation going to, to know that, like, you almost feel like you're doing this stuff every day and, like, what's the point? Nothing's happening. I'm yep. not seeing any results. Exactly. You know, but I encourage anybody to stick with it. You know, they're there. The results are there. You may not physically see them, but your body feels them. Yeah. And they're there. You're, you're, making, you're making headway every day. Right on. So. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, my question. Number two. Okay, where do you, where do you see yourself in the gym in five years? Interesting. That was actually, I had a summit this past weekend. That was one of the exercises. It was three years, five years, and 10 years. Um, five years, so we, had, we created a vivid vision um, about three months ago. And three, three years from now, our goal was gonna be 2024 was to have property and to build our second, this location over again. Bigger and better. Sure. More amenities and so forth. Five years from now, um, it's probably, Two more years into that building, hopefully, (laughs) is the idea. And Missy's nutrition business to have a storefront of her own. She's in that uh, the Cohatch place, which is a shared office building right now. She's just launching her nutrition stuff over there. So five years from there, that um, on a personal level, Lord willing, a vacation home somewhere in (laughs) Florida. That's everybody's dream, right? (laughs) Right. Um, I, and I wouldn't say not working anymore. I actually like when I'm not working, I, I struggle. I'm still thinking about working. Like I like creating and the challenges that work, um, presents and helping employees and mentoring them and trying to help them grow and help them provide for the families. Like I like that stuff. I never thought I would, but the more I do it, the more I, I like, I like, I think I'm a guy, like you have a problem, try to fix it, problem, try to fix it, try to make stuff better. I I like, I like building stuff. Um, The more I do this, the more I enjoy it. So five years from now, I may have gym number two. I don't, I don't know yet. I know you've expressed interest in opening up gym number two. Yeah. Um, So who knows? I just think, you know, once you get this stuff can, can snowball. Yeah. And it's kind of plan wise is definitely have a, this location. Um, and it's freestanding building, hopefully ten thousand eight to ten thousand square feet, multiple office spaces, more amenities and so forth for yeah. members is, is the goal. That's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Number three for you. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, starting at a new gym can be is can be extremely intimidating for people because people can think like I'm out of shape. Everybody there is in shape. I've heard that before from people. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Everybody else there knows what they're doing, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of intimidation involved. There's a lot of insecurities and so forth. People want to make a change, but a lot of times that pre- prevents somebody from taking that first step. What, in, what admonishment or encouragement could you give somebody that's listening to help them take that first step? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, no, again, I kind of hit on it earlier. You know, yep. there, 
nothing's easy in life. We all know that. I mean, if you want it, you got to work for it. It's nothing comes easy. Nothing yeah. comes free. Um, but I would say when when going to a new gym, and you walk in and you see fit people and you see out of shape people, but you see them all in here doing it together. You know, I mean, first off, that that fit person may not have always been fit. They may have been one of those out of shape people that exactly. are in here and they work their butt off in here to get to that point. So try to take that as an encouraging, motivating factor when you walk in. Most of the time if you go into a gym and it's all unfit people, it's probably not a very good gym, <laughs> right. you know? But you walk in and you, you, see, uh, you see a mixture of culture, a mixture of people that are in shape, out of shape, but everybody's working toward the same goal. No, are they working toward the same goal? They're in here motivating each other. They're in here fist bumping people. You know, you got the coaches in here knowing you by name and encouraging you and saying, you can do that, pick that weight up, get it over your head, do this, yeah. do that. I mean, those things, when you walk in and you see something like that, very encouraging, still very, very you know scary walking into a new gym but i think if you take those things into into you know if, if you look at it from the outside if you were standing here looking through the window and seeing all these different people in here working out and the different shape sizes and all that i mean that's got to be encouraging enough to step in yeah you know but um I, I just I, I love the atmosphere here. I love the the culture, the the people. It was very scary for me walking in the first time. Of course, like I said yeah. you and I set a meeting up, and I ended up talking to Buddy to come in with me because I'm like, man, I don't know about this. Why don't you come in with me? You know. Uh-huh. And honestly, if you can get a friend to join with you, even better because then you you know somebody when you're first starting. Yep. They're there to encourage you as well. You guys can kind of mentor each other as you go, and you're gonna make new friends as well. So, and that's what I did. And then obviously getting a lot of my employees involved was, you know, all of them were a little scared to do it as well. But I think they joined because they seen my results because I had done pretty much almost finished my six-week challenge yeah. by the time that they I had done the six-week challenge for the company. And they were seeing that, and it really motivated and encouraged other people to join. And I think that made it a little less scary for them to join because they see that it is actually working. And, you know, and again, coming in and meeting everybody, they see the atmosphere. So um, just... I guess the best advice I can give for anybody when it comes to fitness and joining a new gym and all that is, I mean, you can't put a price tag on your health. You just can't do it. You can't buy your health, go to the store and be like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and cut 10 pounds off real quick here. Well, you can, I guess, if you go to a plastic surgeon, but I mean, you're not going to get the satisfaction of working it off. But, um, you know, putting a price tag on health is is a very, very hard thing to do when when you have a family. So... um, Go work out, get healthy, right on. You know, stay healthy, eat healthy. Good work. You still have those cheat days, right or cheat cheat meals. <laughs> Just uh, know you got to work a little harder the next day. Uh-huh. So for sure. All right. Last right. one, dog. All right. Mine is what is the hardest, toughest thing for you when it comes to working out? Um, the hardest thing for working out. Um, you know what? So I've, I started CrossFit in two thousand eight. It's two thousand and twenty-one. Um, I guess it's doing the same thing over and over again. Um, CrossFit, by definition, is constantly varied, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, there's variance, but there's also this huge pool of exercises. Um, so for me, I think it's just like, you know, the 12 years of doing the same thing over and over again. I know, I think the more you do it, the more you know this workout is this is what it's going to feel like. Mm-hmm. So that drive is hard. It's hard to hang on to that. That's why I've like not an elite athlete by any means, but that's kind of even one of the more things that's more impressive to me to these guys like Matt Frazier and Rich Froning who stay at the top of this. They're able to 
to stay at that elite level, that mindset and that drive year after year after year to put their body, they know what they're putting, they're putting their bodies through over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And to maintain that edge is like super impressive for anybody yeah. really at the, at the oh, top yeah. of their game. Um, and then secondly too, is just like um, the toughest part is being in the business itself and then being here all day, like over the years I've noticed that it's like, it, you would think that, hey, you're at the gym, you get to work out whenever you want all day. It makes it a little bit harder, actually. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like if you're at work, go work again. Yeah. At work, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, you're at, you're at the gym, go work out. It's like, sometimes that's the last thing you wanna do when you've been here working for eight hours. It's like, I wanna go work out now. No, I wanna go home. Right. I, I've, I've, it's, it's, it's gone. It's, like, so for me, like going somewhere else has been beneficial for me just to get out a little bit recently with my knee surgery. Environment. Yeah, get all the environment a little bit, yeah. put some headphones in and be able to just get my workout done in 20 minutes and go nobody home. Like yeah, you know I mean, nobody, that's eh, just fine. I'm, yeah. You know, people have questions and coaches sure. talk and we chat and stuff, but uh, a 20 minute workout can easily turn into an hour and a half workout here. Cause yeah. I get distracted and I'm, I'm wandering around doing nothing, procrastinating, right. checking my text messages and stuff. So. Um, distractions definitely have, have played a role, but yeah. I still love working out. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I've been doing it since I was, you know, four, 13, 14 years old and I haven't looked back. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that though, because for me, it's like I build houses and rebuild houses and do all this stuff. And I, last thing I want to do is go home and do it. <laughs> you know, oh, you know exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go home and it, put a it, door But I've got it easy. I've got it easy. It's yeah. super convenient. But right. like sometimes after you're, you're here all day, it's kind of yeah. like, or even if you've been here for two hours, it's like to go out where you're at is can be, can present its own challenge. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause it can even become more monotonous cause you're in the same environment doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But it's no excuse for not doing it. I've got it easy. I've got it made. I can work out. I'm, I live 0.7 miles away from the gym. I have no, if I want to go work out, I can go do it whenever I want. Right. It's, you know, it's super huge benefit of owning a gym for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Well, thanks for, for partnering up with me and doing this. James is a shining example of what it looks like to be successful. I'm sure he's had his challenged life owning seven businesses. He still makes time to come in and do personal training for 45 minutes, four times a week, sometimes five. And what he didn't tell you is he wakes up at three o'clock in the morning and goes swimming on a regular basis and then goes back to bed, then goes to work and comes and works out. So cool. Super, super good example, man. Thanks for joining me. All right. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the CrossFit HSE podcast. Check out the show notes below to learn more. We will see you again next week.